0: The concept of personal growth and even the word transformation has been heard and possibly become relatively commonplace these days. Those of us who practice yoga are familiar with this broad stroke term, but we're also now hearing it applied within various aspects of life. As yoga practitioners, we hear of transformation as an aspiration to strive for when we begin to devote and dedicate ourselves to the practice of yoga. Transformation has been defined as a thorough or dramatic change in form or appearance, a metamorphosis. Perhaps though, the elusiveness of transformation shows up when we place expectations some unrealistic even, upon ourselves, making our mission and quest to radically overhaul our being. What if the transformation we desire and seek is much more subtle, and within that context, it becomes much more attainable? Welcome to the Beyond Yoga Teacher Training Podcast, the podcast for yoga teachers to learn tips, techniques, and teaching approaches in order to build confidence and success teaching yoga. I am your host, Sandy Raper, and on this podcast, I am going to share with you my strategies and approach to teaching, along with stories from many teaching experiences that have supported me within a thriving teaching career for over two decades. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get back to today's episode. I spoke in a past episode about not all yoga teacher trainings being created equal, and within the same episode, I shared about an upcoming yoga teacher training that I was going to be co-leading, and this particular teacher training actually kicked off last week. I'm excited because the journey of a yoga teacher training is really a journey like none other. And it's one that you will definitely find yourself coming up against the decision for personal growth and even transformation to be revealed throughout the training experience no doubt one does not complete a yoga teacher training experience without having encountered personal growth and transformation from the time they step into that first weekend of training recently on social media i saw a promotional video for an upcoming yoga teacher training and in particular this little video clip was of one of the leaders of the training at this studio And what caught my attention, which is the reason that we make these little videos, right? But what caught my attention were the words behind her reasoning for wanting to be part of leading this particular yoga teacher training. She used the words push towards transformation. I stopped and I actually restarted the video the word in particular, push caught my attention. And it made me wonder as to whether or not transformation comes from pushing or force. Perhaps it does. And I feel like we can see examples of that, that metamorphosis, we think about the butterfly, the caterpillar to the butterfly. And I feel like she meant that this pushing action would be for trainees to push past limitations and past the comfort of staying the same. I paused because I feel like so many times when we speak of transformation, we speak in a way that almost always defines it as having to be forceful. I speak often of change on the podcast, and in particular, even within a most recent episode, episode 136, Become an Agent of Change, and the underlying aspect of being a yoga teacher that I believe supports students in understanding and interacting with change, because change is constant, and you will encounter change. There really is a sense of well-being where we begin to make peace with change. And a big part of that peace comes within the acknowledgement of change being a part of life. So what's the difference then between change and transformation? While change happens around us, transformation happens inside of us change begins to feel more like swapping out one role for another say within your professional career or making a move from one position to another there are many facets and lenses through which we can begin to view change and understand the aspect of the external occurrence of what takes place when we encounter change Change can be hard, and it can also contribute to fear of the unknown. Transformation may also encompass aspects of change, such as difficulty and fearful emotions. It also encompasses a deeper reflective and reflection action that involves our identity. Who are we and who are we becoming? I've shared often with others and in particular within the teacher trainings that I lead the story of finding myself cooking dinner one evening back when I was in the throes of life with my two older boys within their elementary aged years and my youngest son is a toddler so there was a lot going on around the house this evening no doubt and i had the encounter and this pause of reflection i think it was brief where i found myself in a mental dialogue of stating the labels of who i was a mother a wife a daughter a friend and then i paused and asked myself but without those labels who am i really Well, honestly, in that moment, I kind of froze and it did feel fearful because it's there in a natural tendency that we attach ourselves to the relational or external identities that we label ourselves within. And what happens when those labels change or we are no longer identifying with that aspect of our life? If we're attached too heavily, it will create a lot of discomfort suffering even, because in some aspects, we feel like we've lost ourselves, we're unsure, we're uncertain, and we have identified with an aspect outside of ourselves. And this is where transformation comes in from my experience. If we depend on change to provide this deeper transformational work or experience, then simply changing jobs or changing our role or moving or relocating will not address that deep seated desire within us of knowing who we are. So back to my story I was just sharing, after that pause of inquiry that I made, which by the way, felt like time had stood still. I told myself to keep cooking the dinner and save that deeper reflective inquiry for another time. I say this very lightheartedly, but I did find myself on the quest and inquiry towards resolving or answering that question. And I continue to do so. And I have done the work of discovering the answer to that question, which I continue to commit to and deepening that, that deep personal understanding of who I am, the essence of who I am, and in particular, why I do what I do. So let's talk about self transformation. Let's dig in a little deeper. If transformation by definition is this radical metamorphosis of a process and experience, then it would suggest that self transformation is the same. And that in order to experience self transformation, one would need to totally become something or someone else. I believe that this mindset is another contributor in the daunting elusiveness that we can begin to feel when we feel our mission and our goal for practicing yoga or our our mission for life even is to ultimately arrive in a transformational state of being or a becoming of something other than what we already are. Is that really what transformation is all about? Well, I think if we're honest with ourselves as humans, most of us cringe at change because change is uncomfortable. And like I've already mentioned, it could be fearful. And most often change comes at us quickly and we don't like it because it threatens our control. It becomes fearful And it's that external, that component that we don't have control of, but we know that change is constant. So back to self-transformation. What if it wasn't just about changing yourself? What if instead it's more of a subtle shift of yourself into a completely new dimension of an experience and perception? Perhaps this is where that imagery of yoga as a journey comes from. This is where that transformation takes place inside of us rather than those external circumstances of change that are outside of us. Perhaps the journey doesn't necessarily lead us to some foreign state of being. Rather, it circles us back to the depths of who we already are and the practice of yoga provides us some great tools in that excavation. I think this is where we get ourselves tripped up. We try to force the shift. We try to push towards the transformation rather than having a space of allowing and allowing it to take place more subtle in nature. The shift can be profound, but there is great strength that comes in permission of allowing it to happen rather than forcing it to happen. So patience shows up here in this discussion of transformation. And let's be real. Our culture is fast-track and our fast-tracked way of living doesn't leave much room to cultivate an environment of patience. We want something and we get it. So there is an endurance quality that is present with transformation. And then are we willing to continue to show up and do the work, sometimes in a slow, slow, and steady progression. I recently spent a week in the northern part of the state of Montana. Wow, it was a wonderful trip and one that I highly encourage that if you have the opportunity to travel to this part of the United States, that you make an intention to do so. Before we left out on this trip as part of our planning, my husband and I discussed that we were going to be very intentional to get the most out of this and to get out and see and explore as much of this beautiful territory and terrain as we could. So the very first day we set out with our youngest son who was also traveling with us to explore and hike a particular trail area in the Jewel Basin area of the Flathead National Forest. Well, although quite amazing, this particular trail that we explored, it was also filled with some strenuous challenges and it was quite strenuous because I believe it consisted of about 90% being an incline and decline on some pretty rocky terrain. Although I could share many details just about this particular hike of that trip, I want to highlight that I found myself taking many stops along the way, along that path, even having many moments of what I call, I am over this, <laughs> as I looked ahead and I saw no end to where I was continuously tracking up this inclined path, making my way to some destination that was told at the bottom of the trail would be at the top. And I often felt like we would never (laughs) arrive, because the small pathway just kept looking the same. It was in those moments that I stopped. I paused, I caught my breath even it was strenuous <laughs> and i looked out i looked out from that one perspective of that pathway that i had zeroed in on and focused on and what i saw reminded me of the totality of the experience of the moment i was in the vastness of the beauty that surrounded me with grandeur of breathtaking sights And I was on that pathway with two of the most important people in my life that I love and cherish. And I was having that experience with them. The perspective shift was profound and refreshing. And what felt strenuous and elusive even regarding the rival at the top of this trail, it seemed to soften. I regrouped and I turn to step back towards that incline path to put my foot forward to continue along. What I realized in those moments and within the remembrance of other moments in my life that have been challenging as I've trekked through change that I have encountered, is that there is a quality of capacity that I have built that we can, we can collectively develop too. And I know you can too, that fuels our ability to to be with this unknown experience, to be with the change, to be with the frustration even that we attach to try to arrive at some desired destination. And this capacity that we can develop, the capacity to remember that there is a great beauty to be found along this pathway. Transformation then, by definition that I shared earlier, would set us up to believe and even strive for something that isn't what we are necessarily even looking for or meant to find. It speaks greatly to what the ancient text of yoga teach us within the term avidya. This concept of illusion or not seeing clearly. And so if we remove the negating quality of the ah on the front of avidya, then we can begin to understand correct knowing or seeing clearly that the Sanskrit word vidya would imply. And perhaps transformation then becomes more attainable and less elusive in this understanding of seeking to see, to perceive with clarity. Just as that steep and unending, it seemed, incline of that hiking trail revealed to me a refreshing clarity that I wouldn't have wanted to miss not one moment of that experience with my husband and youngest son. And all those strenuous and that frustration I felt at times, we laughed about it and we experienced a sweet moment together. A moment that will forever be ingrained in my remembrance. And it was totally worth the effort. Perhaps then the pursuit of quest of transformation, the seeking to see more clearly, could better be understood in using the tools of yoga to clean ourselves up, to polish ourselves like a mirror, so that the reflective surface reveals itself again back to us and we see the true reflection of ourselves with clarity. And as we begin to see more clearly, then this state of transformation emerges more softly, more in a subtle nature, and we begin to know ourselves more intimately and more fully. I believe this is the quest we embark on within the yoga practice. I believe this is the inquiry within the vehicle of yoga poses that we jump into or we position ourselves into as we move ourselves in and out of to explore and to discover within that deeper excavation and uncovering of what's resided within us all along. Within the uncovering, we come to know ourselves and we come to realize again our capacity to choose and trust in ourselves, that we can experience that transformation happening inside of us. But here's where transformation becomes elusive again, and possibly feels unattainable. We are muddied in our understanding. The water, so to speak, of our being, our soul even, isn't clear. So the reflective surface within us is hard to see. Our vision is clouded. And then because of this unclear internal perspective or acknowledgement, you may want to call it, we begin to take action and interaction with our external experiences of the world and our relationships from a place that is unsettling and hard to see through. When we cannot see clearly, then all that we experience of our world becomes distorted and unfulfilling as well. Our reality becomes anything but peaceful or even secure because we are unable to make sense of our interior landscape. As I was digging into this topic for today's episode and kind of studying and seeing what the thought process was out about transformation, I came across some discussion of transformation learning theory. And if I'm gonna speak into yoga teachers and our understanding of how we are gonna lead others through this yoga practice, this really caught my eye, this, this learning theory in regards to transformation. I've spoken in past episodes about various mindsets, and in particular, I have spoken to the development of a growth-oriented mindset. What I'll share about now in this theory also layers on this development of that understanding as well. So I encourage you to go back into the archives of this podcast and spend some time listening to those episodes on mindset. So, transformation learning theory was developed by Dr. Jack Mesero in 1978. And it's a theory that stated and it helps explain how adults change the way they interpret and understand their world. This theory has been debated, criticized, critiqued, revised over the years and challenging the perspective or the idea that meaning is constructed from experience and internal understanding with the importance of communication and reflection. The learning theory involves and requires individuals to reflect on their own personal beliefs, attitudes, and opinions that constitutes their systematic meaning or transforming their meaning perspectives, their worldviews that results in this implementation or practice of new ways of defining their worlds. This learning model provides a basis for explaining the learning that can occur when individuals explore their preconceptions and as a result change the way they develop the meaning of a particular experience. Or I might exchange that word change to transform the way. Using this theory today, uh, we can explore how we might facilitate an environment with in the model or the container of an experience we call a yoga class how then does the practice of yoga support others and produce transformation and is the transformation that we seek from the yoga practice something that is radical or rather that subtlety that i've already mentioned It's up to the perception and interpretation of each individual, I believe. And for this reason, it's important that as a yoga teacher, we are not projecting our experience with transformation onto the students that we lead. We certainly lead from example and share from our experience, but there is a cautious path And a slippery slope even that we must walk so as not to project our experience and desire for someone else to have what we have we are not the transformation we're not the teachings of yoga and the encounters of life that are altered or changed due in part by the dedication to meeting ourselves on the yoga mat should be embraced yet discerned so that we are providing as teachers guidance agency and the opportunity for others to develop autonomy and allow that to arise for those that we are leading let's talk about facilitation if you've listened to the podcast for very long Most likely you've heard me refer to the role of the yoga teacher as being a facilitator. Being someone who facilitates an experience for others to explore and curate, ultimately the desired experience they, meaning the students, wish to have, while there is also a co-creation element involved when the yoga teacher syncs with the students and this creative effort. If the understanding of your role as a yoga teacher falls into the facilitator role as well, then how do we facilitate the concept of transformation learning theory to support students with a pathway towards moving closer to the transformation they desire and lessening the elusiveness that this word, this action can conjure up when we hear it, or even when we begin to explore it. I also wanna add here that the first step towards transformation begins with acceptance, not agreement, but acceptance. In essence, it means you're willing. Remember when we transform, it happens on the inside. We often reference the yoga practice as a journey, and I've even heard transformation described as if we are moving or making movements towards it. Interestingly, within my deeper research, it's my understanding and personal experience that transformation takes place as a solo journey. It's taken at one's own pace, and sometimes this transformative journey isn't of our choosing necessarily, but it's the catalyst of changes happening and taking place around us that creates this momentum or this forward movement towards transforming what we thought we knew of ourselves. It's also worth noting here that maybe transformation is not even a journey because a journey implies there's some sort of deliberate motion or movement in a direction, a a push, that's known or unknown. And I guess then this concept of transformation then could be both. However, the actions taken in transformation aren't so much about the stepping as much as they are the letting go all letting go. Now that's another phrase that those of us in the yoga practice, the yoga world are familiar with. And really it's a phrase that I believe most have heard, thanks to Disney, whether they explore the practice of yoga or not. This first step of acceptance then towards transformation would have us to stop fighting it, to stop trying to control it, And to even stop trying to understand or intellectualize it, but instead to let ourselves be dissolved by it or immersed within it. Another way to view this or how I think about it is to allow or accept, or it's like adding this ingredient of transformation to to blend it into this recipe of life to who we already are rather than trying to change or make ourselves into something else. With change, we adapt to it. And remember, it's happening around us. And then we find the transformative qualities of inner strength and resilience to persist despite the sometimes tumultuous environment around us. It's the calm within the storm. The transformation within sometimes is a stormy change. So back to facilitating a transformational learning environment within the classes that we teach. First, as teachers, we create a safe space, a safe space for people to not only roll out their mat, but the invitation to step on and join the journey, if you want to call it that, to jump into those vehicles of asanas that we provide within our sequencing plan that we have prepared. So if then the asanas are vehicles, then we want to be mindful that our selection of asanas is providing the students and meeting them safely so that they might be provided with an experience, an opportunity to make that excavation in that interior landscape of their being and ultimately dissolve into the transformative space within themselves. And yes, this can be facilitated in a 60-minute drop-in yoga class that you lead. But here's where you need to focus on making sure the vehicles of asana that you display and encourage students to jump into are well-equipped and maintained. And they can withstand the journey that you're asking them to embark upon. So what does that look like for you, yoga teacher? Well, it's found within the language that you use to lead and guide others. And it's found within the thoughtful selection of yoga pose sequences that you offer. And your overall presence impacts the experience you are facilitating as it will either provide comfort and trust for the students that you are guiding them safely within or it will distract and present some roadblocks that diminishes your ability to facilitate the space of transformation for others. So first create a safe space and next for transformational learning to be encountered, you design engaging experiences where students can relate, reflect and encounter the teachings and tenets of the yoga practice in a way that is accessible and constructive in an investigative nature of their own choosing. It's that creation of the desired experience that ultimately you lead students within. It's created on their yoga mats during the practice, and then you support students in making the connection of the creative experience being made within the life they desire to live off of their mats. Encourage and give permission within the class spaces you facilitate for students so that they can express themselves with curiosity and that exploratory nature that points them back to the investigative aspect of their identity and deep sense of knowing who they are, and why they do what they do. Lastly, within the facilitation of transformative and transformational learning, give students space, give students time to be silent, to be still, and guard and protect the time of Shavasana for it is a precious time of reflection and deep rest Found within the aspect of being and releasing the attachments that we have in our identities and those identities that are involved with the doing and producing aspect of what we are about in life. Remember that label story I shared earlier? From my experience, what I have found is that beyond the labels, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Made on purpose, I might add. And when the labels that I do wear and I proudly wear, I'll add, when they fade away, that change does not diminish or lessen who I am deep within my soul and my soul identity and my being. If yoga teacher, you desire to hold and facilitate a transformational space of learning for the students you lead, then create safety, which ensures trust. Engage students so that they can relate to the practice of yoga. Encourage expression and reflection and let students experience that deep well of stillness and transformational space that awaits them inside. As we wrap up today's episode, do me a favor, click the follow button and take an active part in sharing the Beyond Yoga Teacher Training podcast with someone else. When you click the follow button, you make the podcast not only more accessible for you to find, but it will then be recommended to others who could benefit from expanding our global community of listeners. Thank you for joining me today. I'll look forward to meeting with you in the next episode. Until we meet again, thank you. Thank you for joining me today and I wish you well along life's journey. And I'll look forward to spending time with you in the next episode.